0: Hi, it's episode 16 of Owning It. I'm Meg roundle green Thanks so much for being here. This podcast is all about the journey from being a corporate professional to a stay-at-home mum and then starting my own business. And I'm dedicated to helping other mums to create their financial freedom. So this is jam-packed with tips, strategies, tactics, um, lots of stories about where I've gone right, where I've gone wrong. Hopefully you can learn from this and I'm happy to be on episode 16 already. Um, If you hear some shouting in the background, that's just my children. Um, Trying to find a quiet place to record is a challenge and I know that everyone has similar challenges right now with the lockdown. I'm recording this at the time of the uh, coronavirus pandemic so... I think there might be some light at the end of the tunnel. I'm not sure when we're going to come out of our kind of strict stay at home. But yeah, it's a different challenge, that's for sure. So today's episode is actually not really specifically business related, but it's really important. And I think we can't um, overestimate, underestimate rather, the importance of looking after ourselves And when I say looking after ourselves, I mean in all sorts of different ways. So firstly, kind of physically, um, you can't run a business, you can't come up with creative ideas, you can't manage people, you can't manage your time, um, you can't do anything effectively if you're worn out, exhausted, low on energy. um, It just doesn't work. So first and foremost, When you're thinking about your enterprise, your business, your startup, your side hustle, whatever it is that you're doing, remember that you have to be really selfish about looking after yourself and keeping your energy high, keeping your confidence high. And it's really hard to have high confidence and take courage to do the things we need to do if you're feeling rubbish or exhausted. um, Now, I'm speaking as the mum of a 15-month-old, a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old who sleeps in our bed. So, I know a thing or two about sleepless nights and broken sleep and it is an absolute killer. So, I don't know how I kind of got through the last year, to be honest, but now the baby is sleeping much better. He's still a very early riser. That's fine. I just make sure I go to bed super early now. Um, If I have a late night, it really does take its toll. So find out what works for you sleep wise. Sleep is absolutely critical. Um, Make sure that you're doing all the things that they tell you to do. Have good sleep hygiene. Make sure you're not sleeping with your phone next to you. Wind down. I'm terrible at this and I don't know anyone who is actually good at this. I think if they say they are, they're telling fibs or they're just much more disciplined. But if you can turn off the devices like an hour before bed, then do. I've tried to start um, leaving my phone in a different room and reading an actual book, turning off the computer off, turning off the TV. All those things really seem to help. Um, and actually getting to bed by 10, which is pretty early, Um But yeah, sleep is crucial. Just think you like if you use the analogy of a car, you wouldn't even contemplate trying to do a massive journey with an empty tank of petrol. It just wouldn't happen. But why do we do it to ourselves? Why do we have like five hours sleep get up and then just pour loads of coffee down our throats and just assume we can get on with our day it's not going to happen um and you'll pay for it in some way you'll lose concentration you'll overeat I'm a massive overeater if I'm tired I really crave sugary things um so really concentrate on that and I think as a foundation your sleep is so vital for you um and find what works and it's going to be different for everyone I I struggle with it because I'm a night owl. If you can tap into your own natural rhythm, then that's a really good place to start. Um, so I if I get into something and I wanna keep going and it's midnight, I'll keep going. And I've realized it's not sustainable with a baby that wakes up at half five. So I've had to retrain myself to be more of a morning bird which uh, I really struggle with. (laughs) So um, yes, I will keep you posted on how that goes. Um, So sleep, yeah, super important. Try and sleep with all the curtains shut, making sure it's nice and cool, nice hot bath, you know, the drill, like there's tons of stuff about this. I won't bore you. But making a couple of tweaks to my routine, I found really helped. Um, And something that I read recently, which might um, land with some of you is if you have these moments of kind of rest and relaxation during your day, so if you're rushing around all day, I get it, and most people are, if you can find five minutes in the morning, maybe five minutes in the afternoon, just to kind of lay down or stretch or just do some deep breathing exercises or just kind of do child's pose or something that kind of gets you relaxed physically, and kind of slows your breathing it helps your body to kind of i don't know what what helps but it, it helps with your sleep for some reason I'm, I can't remember why I'll look it up but I've tried doing that and kind of putting in um timers on my phone um to take 5 minutes and I know there's some amazing apps um that you can use for that you don't have to meditate but you just do some stretching and kind of lying down really helps I have to try not to fall asleep that's the only problem so I have to set an alarm um, but I found that is super helpful so rest so that's the kind of physical um, looking after yourself um, obviously nutrition eat decent food don't drink too much um, cutting down on the wine during the week has really helped me um I kind of look at it now as like a pudding so you wouldn't have like five puddings in an evening maybe if you're feeling like you really needed them but like on average you wouldn't have like five slices of cake so why would you have five five glasses of wine I don't know it's a slightly weird comparison but I've been kind of using that it's kind of like calorie wise it's pretty much the same so that's the the sort of similar thing I've been doing and that's really helped me because I can get up in the morning, feel really bright and breezy and well, ish and get on with my day. Um, exercise has been a massive kind of, obviously I, I have exercised in the past. I have never been, you know, the fittest. I've had years of like super not being fit and overeating. Um, but I've found my kind of exercise groove now which is nice I had a couple of years off but now I'm back into it and I've run Um I think it's really good for your mental well-being and I think we can't again um, underestimate how important it is to get out in the fresh air move your body in a meaningful way get some really decent cardio get your lungs working your heart working clears your brain in an amazing way there have been so many studies that say that it increases your performance increases productivity there's a whole wealth of research on it and it makes you feel good I mean the simplest kind of way just makes you feel really good so definitely exercising if you can fit some into your day Um, those are all the physical ways that we can look after ourselves but I'm really interested now about the kind of emotional ways we can look after ourselves and connect with ourselves on a slightly deeper level and i think it's so individual and it's up to you as um, a person what you love to do what really inspires you and kind of triggers your creative urges and get, gets things moving in your head Um, so it could be anything. I've started to journal recently. It sounds very American when you say it, but, um, just writing it down has been amazing. I don't really know what I'm going to write before I start. Um, but it's like having a conversation with yourself, but you don't know what you're going to say next in a weird way. And it's just nice to get your thoughts down. It doesn't really matter what you write. Um, no one's going to read it. Um, that's been really helpful just to sort of clear the cobwebs in a way in the morning and I just made it part of my morning routine when I'm feeding the baby his breakfast um, in between sort of putting the Weetabix in I do a bit of writing at the same time <laughs> um, so it, it, my beautiful book has become slightly uh, encrusted but I found it's a nice way of getting the thoughts out that have been going around my head um, sort of clearing the slate before the day starts which is nice or maybe setting an intention for the day which is also good if you want to retain focus on a few different things um, or what those three different things are what the what are the three priorities I don't use it as a to-do list so much Um, I have a separate book for that but it's a nice way of Spending a bit of time actually alone and thinking, which is time you don't normally set aside. So, I've started to do that, which I've really enjoyed. There's a whole load of stuff on journaling, there are loads of websites, loads of people do it. Um, there's lots of you know how to's, lots of people do it. Um, what are the other ways that you can find to build in little bits of the day? that give you something back so when we're not working on our business or looking after people um, what are those bits of time that we can use to look after ourselves so I find a really useful formula is actually um, cutting it down into chunks and actually assigning a percentage to what you do on a daily basis and that will be different for everybody um, I tend to focus a lot, at the moment um, my focus is a lot on my business so oh, out of my day I'd probably say about 30% is work which is quite high um, but it depends on what's happening at any given time so that will change necessarily um, but if you're intentional about setting aside those chunks of time it means you don't get pulled in like a hundred different directions and you're you're not reacting constantly. You're not on a hamster wheel of just doing this and doing that and then reacting and reacting because you've set yourself those intentional things and you can't get pulled in all those different directions, which saves your kind of sanity because you're not multitasking. Um, and it means you're not depleted at the end of the day because you've been very mindful about the way you go about your day and what you do and obviously stuff will come up if you have children or family and other people to look after there's always going to be something that comes up so you know that will happen um i think the trick is to not be rigid about your plan not be flexible um be kind to yourself realize that things happen don't beat yourself up don't make it like oh don't make it into a story about how disorganized you are or how crappy you are at something you know stuff happens life gets in the way we all know this but if you are very focused on the amount of time you can spend on things that really helps um I've realized just for me I was spending it it's been a bit crazy because there's been so many things going on at once and I've been trying to do lots of different things in my business at once which is what I always tell people not to do so I've realized I need to take my own advice and apply that to my business and actually just be like, right, what am I doing? Let's be super focused. So that's, um, that's helped me. But I realized that I, I was encroaching on family time and evening time. And my husband was getting annoyed with me. I was getting annoyed with him because he was annoyed with me. Um, but then I realized that it was completely reasonable. And I was being a bit, out of balance with the way that how much time I was spending so I made a new rule everything off at seven regardless um which is tough because the baby goes to sleep at six so I usually use the evenings to work but I realised that's kind of rubbish because my husband's working all day during the day when I'm sort of with the children and then we have the evenings together in theory but we weren't so just changed that up and that's been nice and actually building in like a date night once a week where we just watch a film. Obviously, we can't go out right now. So date night is sort of pizza and a film and some wine, which is really nice. Um, so there are a little ways, little shifts that you can use as tools and tactics to build in that extra time for you. Um, realign on what makes you happy and just do something that is fun. Do something that's playful and silly and just makes you laugh or makes you smile have a nice bath go outside and run around um play with your dog you know just things that are fun um because i don't think we have enough fun i don't think we do enough things that really we love to do um i love reading i love reading fiction at the moment i've been reading purely non-fiction so lots and lots of business books. Um, I just thought last night, oh, I don't want to read any of that in bed. I want to read something really indulgent and silly. I love indulgent and silly rom-com books. They're like my weakness. So I did, and it was great. Um, So don't be judgy about what you love. No one cares. (laughs) You may get mocked for it, but just go for it. Do it. it make you more fun to be around when you enjoy doing stuff as well. So we've talked about the ways we can look after ourselves kind of physically, getting the sleep, eating kind of decent food, you know, the drill, it's pretty boring, but it, it's worth it, so worth it, um, exercise, and then building those precious bits of time in to do that kind of resting and relaxation, that thinking space, and also um having the conversations about you know being together and figuring out what works for you that's fun and joyful that can kind of give you the inspiration and creativity that you need to be amazing at your business because someone if you're helping people if you're in a position of service to others you're no good if you're tired exhausted depressed defeated lacking confidence how can you sell yourself or sell your business to somebody from that place. You absolutely can't. You need to have the confidence, have the courage, have the kind of fire in your belly, feel good um, and feel really joyful about what you're doing. And it makes a huge, huge difference. Um, I think sleep is the biggest one for me. It's the biggest factor in my emotional kind of um, weather vein. If I'm sleep deprived, it's not it's not a good look for anybody it's not everyone knows to kind of stay out of my way if i'm sleep deprived it's not good um so little things that you can do to set yourself up better um so you can think better thoughts so you can have better ideas ask better questions um provide a better service for people generally be more fun and feel great like feel good this is why we're here we're here to feel good And we're here to have a purpose and tell people about it and help others. So you can't do it from a position of kind of running yourself ragged. So, my lesson is don't stay up too late working on your business. (laughs) Focus on the things you need to do, three things maximum per day that you need to do that will actually make you money, provide value or give something back or something that's crucial for your business. Three things and then let the rest slide and focus on the things that bring you joy outside of that. Cool. So that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really excited to be on this kind of journey and on this way all this way into this journey so far it seems like only yesterday I started it and I'm going to keep going so I would love it if you could leave a review let me know what you like let me know what you don't like what you want to hear more of because I am here to help this is all um, all the stuff all the goodness that I have learned all the kind of strategies and business tips and self-development tips that I've learned so I'm here to kind of help other people in my situation I really would love to hear from you um cool I will see you next time bye